Thank you for listening to Haynes Cast. I'm Matt Haynes. And today's date is August 25th, 2023. Some very suspicious situations going on around the world. Going on in Maui as well and Lahaina Town, if I'm, I'm, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. And we know that the globalists have popped the clutch on their thrust towards their reset agenda. They want everybody to go electric, drive electric, wear a mask, get a vaccine, do everything they say. And I say, um, go on and write me up for 125. Post my face, wanted dead or alive. I can drive. 55. Okay, some ha- uh, huh. Hammy Sagar, some Sammy Hagar. I can't drive 55. And with the globalists popping the clutch on their thrust, as I said before, towards this reset agenda. And I believe their main driving force and ticket there is the climate control agenda. Although they're going to have this triple pandemic uh, this fall, all the the things that they, I mean, they put it out there. They tell you what they're going to do. And then I guess some people will just say, well, if it happens, it happens. But I think the the correct response would be uh, to stand up and speak out about what their plans are. And and that's what I'm trying to do with this podcast is uh, speak up. Look into to these things yourself. See how uh, Maui's Lahaina Town uh, or Lahaina, Lahaina, um, 15 minute, 15 minute smart cities uh, tied into the digital IDs, digital health, digital currency, all these part of that massive fire. Uh, you have to wonder, is it coincidence that a town uh, – historic like this town did was it caused the the worst fire and loss of life i believe in u.s history and and was it something that just mysteriously happened or did it happen was it planned was it purposed was things stacked against uh you know was it like placing newspapers beside the fire just hoping they get a spark. And I believe that's what happened because we have, we have the system there and, and the governing system. And we have the police officer on duty, the, the commander there, the, the police chief was the same police chief that uh, was at Las Vegas during the country music uh, situation. There were 50, I forget who was singing there, I don't know if it was Jason Aldean or who it was, but 58 people lost their lives there in Las Vegas at that country music concert. Same police officer, same same sergeant or whatever he is at the police station, commander, police chief, same guy. And so he's speaking to the public on, on the issues in Hawaii now, just like he was speaking on issues uh, collaborating with uh 
what the narrative that was supposed to have happened there. Um, you know, there was people said they seen something different than what he reported, but we don't really know because things get, uh, what the only narrative they, they tell us is what they want us to know or just bits and pieces. And then they fill the gaps with their own narrative. Uh, but in order to save, uh, the country, uh, we have, uh, these masters of puppets, um, or, or puppets with masters, however you want to say that. And, uh, their mission is to save this planet. They believe, uh, but in order to save the planet, they believe that they have to rid the world of any opposition that stands in their way. And so you can go to the World Economic Forum. You can go to the website of the WHO. You can go to the UN.org and see their 17 sustainable goals. All these goals that they have are to uh, rectify on the, the problems that they've been causing. They, they keep people down and suppressed. They, they pollute the air, they pollute the water, and then they say they're going to clean it up because it's polluted. These people are, are being used in tools of the enemy into the beast system that we are seeing built right before us. And, and first John two, not, or I'm sorry, first John two eighteen speaks about the antichrist coming on the scene. And then he, and John in that passage says, he, uh, many antichrists went out. They, they went out from us. They weren't of us and they, um, they're antichrist. They're, they, they're ushering in uh, a system that's ultimately going to usher in the antichrist who's going to step on the scene. And so the elites are using any and everything they can long-term, short-term, it doesn't matter to funnel us all towards the depopulation and destruction to build back better. We're seeing it in Ukraine. We're seeing it in uh, Lahaina Town, uh, Maui's Lahaina Town. We're seeing it in Montana, Canada. Monkey Works pointed that out. Monkey, W-E-R-X, you can check it out. He pointed out where fires were being started at the same time. He pointed out the the um, pipeline there over, I believe it was um, oh, the, the Russia's pipeline, where a B-52 bomber pulled over that refueled in the air, flew back to the United States. He caught that first. So we're seeing these reports. They're doing whatever they want, and nobody's speaking out. We're just like, oh, well, if they do it, they do it, and we can't stop them. Well, there comes a point in time where you, you have to speak up or spe- and speak out, and you, you just can't say, well, I hope we've seen that. We've seen what happened with the vaccines. We've seen what happened with the mask. People were complying uh and going along with something that we should say, no, we're not going to do it. But they wanted to see if we could, we would comply and we did. And so we got uh, a judge's decision recently in Montana. That's changing the laws there because we got five to 22 year old kids ages five to 22 filed suit against Montana's laws. And the judge awarded them a victory to where now they, they're going to change the laws you can check it out right here. Landmark climate case. A judge in Montana has ruled in favor of a group of young people who've sued Montana for violating their constitutional rights as it pushed policies that encourage the use of fossil fuels. In her decision, Montana Judge Kathy Seeley wrote, 
Plaintiffs have a fundamental constitutional right to a clean and healthful environment, which includes climate. The judge went on to rule, quote, Montana's emissions and climate change have been proven to be a substantial factor in causing climate impacts to Montana's environment and harm and injury, unquote. That's a lie. This was brought by 16 children and young adults, ranging in age from 5 to 22. And in Eugene, Oregon, we're joined by Julia Olson, chief legal counsel and executive director with Our Children's Trust. Julia, let's begin with you. Uh, talk about the significance of this case and why Montana? Good morning, Amy. This is a historic decision. It's the first of its kind ever in U.S. history. And why Montana? Uh, Montana is one of the states in our country that has had laws on the books that requires it to promote fossil fuel energy and fossil fuel development at a time when we're in a climate emergency. And their laws also required them to ignore the consequences of that and the ways in which greenhouse gas emissions from those fuels fuel the climate crisis. And so these young people used the Montana Constitution, which protects not just their right to a clean and healthful environment. Yeah, what are we doing listening to five-year-olds to or 10-year-olds or 20-year-olds? And equal protection of the law. And they sued the state challenging these laws and their implementation. And in June had a, a seven-day trial, and we just won this historic ruling saying that, that that legal regime and the conduct under it is unconstitutional. So are the laws automatically struck down, Julia? They are. They're struck down. And not only did the court declare them unconstitutional, but said that the state was enjoined from implementing them. Yeah. So they're they're rewriting laws due to these emissions. And they're saying that, uh, you know, it's clear evidence of what it's doing. Well, we're just listening to the experts, so to speak, and what they're saying. And so... I mean, what about all the, I don't even want to go into all the stuff that they're doing to, to cause and wreak havoc to the planet. Look at the, look at the, the Ukraine crisis. Look how we're funneling, funneling money and into Zelensky and all the corruption going on there. It's all corruption. You can go to the documentary, The Dimming, check it out on YouTube. It's The Dimming, D-I-M-M-I-N-G.com. It's climate engineering. There was an article in the USA Today. It came out with a statement that more young people are dying and it's not COVID. Uh, you know, that's what they say. It's not COVID. Uh, but it's not. It's the COVID shots is is what it is. And so, I mean, we're seeing that 40% increase. And over the last few years, I've talked to the, about that before. And people are afraid and anxiety and people need meds and they want uh, health care that's international with the who in charge of it. And Tedros, uh, he's the, um, well, he's the director of the, um, well, he's the general director of the World Health Organization. Listen to what he had to say. The COVID-19 pandemic highlighted the value of digital health solutions in facilitating access to health services. They want digital While health. The emergency phase of the COVID-19 pandemic is now over. Investments in digital infrastructure remain an important resource for health systems and for economies and societies at large. 
Like many countries, the European Union made significant investments in COVID-19 certificates to help people move around as safely as possible during the pandemic. Yeah, unless you the have the vaccine and do exactly what they say, was used by all 27 EU member states, then you can't go anywhere. You can't travel. That's why they want it digital. They want to know if you're obeying them. The EU system. WHO is proud today to launch the Global Digital Health Certification Network. So they're the digital, the Global Digital Health Network, and they want everybody uh, to be on digital health. They want to monitor everybody's health because, I mean, they could they could lie. They could say, "Hey, you need this. You need that. You like meat? Well, we'll give you something that causes uh, to." to gen- genetically alter you where you won't like meat. It's like, that's what they, this guy talked about. It was an, um, it was a reporter. He's being, uh, reported and interviewed. And, and I think it was actually at the world health organization, but this is several years ago. And he's talking about, you know, people need to stop eating meat. And then if you don't stop eating meat, they can make it. So meat will make you sick by giving you a vaccine and genetically altering your DNA. Here's what he said. You know, sort of climate change is a really big problem. We don't really know how to solve it. But it turns out that we can use human engineering to help us address climate change. So I'll give two examples. So one is that uh, people eat too much meat, right? And if they were to cut down on their consumption on meat, then they would, uh, it would actually really help the planet. Uh, but people are not willing to give up meat. Yeah, you know, some people will be willing to, but other people, they may be willing to, but they sort of, they have a weakness of will. They say, wow, this, this steak is just too juicy. I can't do it. I, I'm one of those, by the way. So, you know, but so here's a thought, right? So it turns out that we know a lot about, so there, we have these intolerance to, uh, so I, for example, I have milk intolerance. I'm, uh, and there, some people are intolerant to crayfish. So possibly we can use hu- human engineering to make it the case that we're intolerant to certain kinds of meat, to certain kinds of bovine, uh, bovine proteins. And there's actually analogs of this in life. There's this thing called the long star tick, where if it bites you, you will become allergic to meat. Uh, I can sort of describe the mechanism. So that's something that we can do through human engineering. We- so that's what they can do through human engineering. So we have the climate situation, the human engineering situation. You have to where they, they want to get people uh, not to eat meat, not even crave meat. We have the situation there in Hawaii where the, the fire department couldn't get water and people were being burned alive in their cars. And the way that fire was, it was so, it was so crazy and out of control, they couldn't believe it. They were letting kids out of school and by the time the kids were getting home, got home, their houses were burned down. And I believe this was a, either a New York Times article or USA Today article. But but they were, I don't, people, locals, I don't think knew what was going on. They never dreamt it would get out of control like that. But when they didn't turn off the transformers and the transformers with the electric power company owned by BlackRock were exploding, the fire was just out of control. And that's and and I've I I know a couple people there, and uh, they didn't give me that information, but they just said there's some crazy stuff going on. But anyway, I mean, that's these are the thing things that's going on uh, with global uh, climate engineering, and there's you know with reporting of this um, the stuff that's coming from these chemtrails, uh, aluminum oxide, and this dust, 
and how fires can get ignited fairly easy and out of control and burn in a way the fire departments can't even battle them because of the way they get surrounded by this stuff. It's like, uh, it's like, don't ever, you know, put gasoline on a fire, especially from a gas can, because it'll come right in and explode. And that's a lot of these things. They can't even battle these, uh, fires. They're out of control in Canada. Again, monkey works had a situation on there. Like there was all these fires started basically at the same time out of control. This is going on again in Montana. And every time there's a fire, they, they blame it on climate issues. Anytime there's a shooting, they blame it because of the guns. Uh, it's the guns. It's not the people. It's the guns. Uh, and so that's, they're just out of control with where they want to shuffle everybody because of surveillance. And it's obviously negligence. That's why they want to survey everybody, know where everybody's at, digital ID, digital health, digital currency, until everybody's just locked in exactly where. And people are allowing themselves to be locked into these things. It's almost like when the vaccines came out, people were clapping their hands. They couldn't wait. And, and, but, but then they're, they're seeing now uh, that there has been uh, a lot of harm and a lot of people uh, dying and a lot of people myocarditis. And you're not hearing too many people, uh, you know, wanting a, another shot. But yet there's some people that are getting their third and fourth booster and even more. But, uh, you know, all these things going on, uh, the central banking, digital currency. And uh, I think we just need to, to be able to see uh, what's going on, hear what's going on. And so that's why I'm pointing out these things. It's the same thing with the, uh, it was uh, the EU parliament had Christine Anderson on there. Very bold. Uh, speaking of speaking out concerning these things, here's what she had to say. This whole COVID madness, this so-called pandemic, it was just a test balloon, a gi- gigantic test balloon. Well, for what you ask? Well, to see how far they could go, to see what exactly they would have to do to get free individuals in a free and democratic society to consent to being forced into compliance. That's what they were trying to establish. That's what they were trying to figure out. And they have, they have figured it out. Trust me, they are much smarter now. The goal ultimately is to transform our free and democratic societies um, yeah, into totalitarian societies. Their goal is to strip each and every one of us of our fundamental rights of freedom, democracy, the rule of law. They want to get rid of all of this. This whole COVID thing had never anything to do with public health. It never had anything to do with breaking waves. It always had to do with breaking people in order to make us a part of a mindless, malleable mass, which they can totally control, and we will be completely dependent upon this globalitarian elite. So I'm really imploring the people and all the peoples around the world, for God's sake, stop giving your democratically elected governments the benefit of the doubt. They are not deserving of that. They are not. 
stop rationalizing whatever your government is doing. Try Stop rationalizing and come up with some good intentions. They have no good intentions. Never. As I said before, in the entire history of mankind, there has never been a political elite concerned about the well-being of regular people. So there's never been a time where the political elite are actually concerned. And I don't, just don't understand why people can't see that. And a lot of churches are saying, well, I just got to go on. But what about the warnings? What The, the scriptures are clear that, that the church is to be warning people of these things. We can't just let people be easy targets. We have to guard our hearts, guard our minds, think about really what's going on. I mean, this Christine Anderson, uh, she nailed it. And that's what that's the message that we've been uh, sharing and warning people about for the last two, three years plus. And so we have the, the who trying to, to get their digital system going on. Everything's the digital economy. Everything's the ESG and, and with the environmental, social, and governance and, and the sustainable developed goals for the United Nations that they put out. And, and of course, globalist frontman Bill Gates, you know, calling on nations worldwide to adopt his global solution for a biometric digital ID to force every person on the planet to prove their identity. So we have all these things going on. And we have King Charles a few months back, several months actually, just how he wanted to say, we got to, this has got to be sped up, this reset agenda. And here's what, here's what he had to say before we close out. We have an incredible opportunity to create entirely new sustainable industries, investing in nature as the true engine of our economy. The current global crisis has disrupted every aspect of our lives. But it has also presented us with an extraordinary opportunity, a chance to reset and accelerate efforts to improve the state of our world. It's going a lot faster than what you think. Changing our current trajectory will require bold and imaginative action, together with determination and decisive leadership. In order to secure our future and to prosper, we need to evolve our economic model, putting people and planet at the heart of global value creation. If there is one critical lesson we have to learn from this crisis, we need to put nature at the heart of how we operate. Nature at the we heart. We are on the verge of catalytic breakthroughs that will alter our view of what is possible and profitable within the framework of a sustainable future. We need nothing short of a paradigm shift, one that inspires action at revolutionary levels and pace. We simply cannot waste any more time. The only limit is our willingness to act. And the time to act is now. And no thank you for that. Yeah, the time to act now. And just, you can say there's, you know, they can't waste any more time. They can't do this. They can't do that. And uh, they want this reset as quick as they can to get here, 
Do you really trust somebody that's going completely against the narrative of how that they have to put nature at the core? Just like I said, they're going to drive this thing home, save the planet, Mother Earth. They are demonically possessed people, I believe. And uh, I can't listen to them, and, and I can't go along with them, and I can't uh, hardly stand to listen to them, actually. <laughs> but I can't drive 55 either. And thanks for listening to Haynes Cast. Again, I'm Matt Haynes. Think about what's going on. Uh, these jokers, they mean what they say. And nobody's standing up to stop them. <laughs>